Jones and the Diggs, Professor Jones and the Diggs, Professor Jones and the Diggs. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo, and welcome to the Professor Jones podcast. Professor Jones is a podcast dedicated to the art of film and cinema. My name is Dave Jones, and I am the professor. And joined with me, as always, is my confidant, my bro, my partner in crime, who just so happens to be my actual brother, Danny Jones, a.k.a. The Diggs. That's me. I'm the digs. I'm digging it. Uh, hey, brother. Hey, brother. Hey, brother. We are so pumped to dig back into the podcast this week, but we're taking a break from our alien theme and we're coming at you live. Just with... got too scared. We got way too scared. I seriously, the last couple of weeks, I've been walking on eggshells around my place, man. Just thinking about <laughs> aliens and stuff. And I just need a, I need a good break. And we're going to talk about something that is a little bit more lighthearted, kind of. Uh, Deadpool 2. But before we dig into Deadpool 2, let's hear what you got for the bro down this week, Mr. Diggs. Um, that sounds good. I also wanted to point something out. Uh, that's not a bad sounding theme song. That we just heard, is not, it not? I mean, we've made some changes. There's some made, things. Got, some things have come to light. Things come to here, light, dude. <laughs> Turns out, if you uh, add your vocals to a theme song, it sounds pretty good. Sounds I'm excited. Good. I love that theme song. I'm excited about. I've it gotten too. positive uh, reviews about it too. So yeah, I have too. I added it to the last, you know, last week's podcast, but we did it after um, we had already recorded the podcast. So just wanted to take a little time and and say that. Um, also, the Deadpool. Uh, two note. I saw Rampage again, so that's unfortunate. Just didn't even see the right movie again. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> just talking like, Rampage. What? <laughs> no. Uh, so uh, as far as my bro down for the week, something that's been on my mind. Um, I saw the new Mission Impossible Fallout trailer, and uh, it's the trailer two, like the brand new one that just came out. And so I actually I sent you a text and I gave you a little bit of homework and I said, hey, man, watch all of the Mission Impossible trailers <laughs> um, just because I just wanted to see what you think. And if you agree with me that I feel like Mission Impossible does one of the best jobs making these freaking trailers like it's incredible. The trailers are better than the movies. <laughs> like, oh, hands down. Every single one is outrageous. And like this newest trailer, I was like, gosh. Yeah. What is going on? I could just sit and watch it on repeat. Right. It's outrageous. You know, it's actually funny because so you sent me that text and so I watched all of the trailers for every single Mission Impossible movie and I think <laughs> that they do a pretty good job of throwing the things that you need in your face to get you to go to this movie. Tom Cruise great <laughs> i'm already great. Pro- for me i'm already sold maybe I'm not other cruising. people yeah but boom tom cruise boom good action and then boom mission impossible theme everybody immediately they're like okay tom cruise is in this oh looks like some good action and then for people that aren't so into movies like we are they're gonna hear that you know dun 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 and they're like oh that's oh yeah i remember that theme i'll go to that that sounds fun it's so simple but it looks it just is so good that new trailer though i actually am really excited for the new mission impossible and you know what it is it's 100 the part where henry cavill throws his fist down and punches him twice 
in and just starts. Oh my gosh! Whatever, whatever scene great. that is, I'm so excited for. Like it looks I'm freaking stoked. sweet. And he's always hanging on something super steep, going. Oh, you know, the typical doing Tom his classic Cruise yell. Tom Cruise yell. Oh, I love um, it. And, you know, uh, you know, same old Ethan. And that's what I'm curious. Like, does everybody <laughs> actually, does everybody remember who Ethan Hunt is? It's like, is it Ethan Hawke or Ethan Hunt? <laughs> no, I um, don't. Yeah. It's, I always think about that. But uh, it's like, does anybody know what happened in the last Mission Impossible movies? Because you watch this and I think that they... They have really good marketing campaigns, but I think that they're really confident in thinking that people remember what happened in the last one. I know. I've seen See, every you, single you Mission Impossible movie, but I have no idea what happened. You want to know what's funny? I, I, so I think the last one was Rogue Nation or something like that. And so I saw that right before the trailer, the trailer started and I was like, oh, you know what? I don't even think I saw this one. And then it got to the end of the trailer and I was like, oh yeah, I did see that. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dang it. I did see that one. I just completely forgot about it. Like, you that know, Rogue Nation one, it just blew right by me. But then I was like, oh yeah, I did see it though. <laughs> it's really funny though. The evolution of like the Mission Impossible movies. And I was thinking this, like you had this as your bro down, but then you had me going on an entire separate bro down of just what the Mission Impossible movies in general. Cause the first one's like really cool spy espionage, Tom Cruise movie. That's pretty simple. I mean, it's pretty complex, but it's pretty, it's pretty sweet. And the action isn't like over like in your face as much mm-hmm. as the other ones. And then they like rebranded an MI2 and they're like, add the Limp Biscuit, you know, distorted guitar Dude, music to I, it. So I wanted to ask you a question and, but you've kind of already said it. Yeah. Um, out of all of them, which is your favorite trailer? Oh, easily MI2, man. It's that and MI2. I'll never forget seeing that because you just hear that, uh, you know, and it's like kind of like an echoey, like mildly distorted guitar. Oh, it's so good, man. I remember here's the dude back before, like, I actually had a computer, you know, when I was really little. And you couldn't download music. This is, you know, probably around the time that like Napster and stuff was coming out. But mom and dad weren't going to like buy me the soundtrack for Mission Impossible 2. I remember taking our video recorder and um, recording the music video for the Mission Impossible 2 song by Limp Biscuit. I like actually recorded the song so I could listen to it on that like on that uh vhs recorder such a nerd it's so ridiculous it's like those things that they sold at burger king that had like the 15 seconds of the song oh yeah yeah yeah. like the little little clip things right right and you just get so you just had to have that yeah you could that's all you could have it's like far before like an ipod Mm -hmm. you know it's Mm -hmm. like you can have like 20 seconds of a song it's like a yak back um (laughs) you remember yak backs i remember yak backs it's a thing um but dude mission impossible 2 is like i remember thinking that movie was so awesome and i got really into like climbing culture when i went to school at u of m and so most of my friends were climbers and we all watched mission impossible two together and they were all laughing really hard at the intro because it's just ridiculous. And I was kind of sitting there like, Oh yeah, it's so stupid. (laughs) 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 This isn't my favorite thing ever. (laughs) Cause they're, you know, it's like what he makes that huge dino. I know, but he like, you know, he jumps from one to the other and it's just, it is ridiculous, but it's so tight also. Same. But anyway, um, 
I, I think I might go through and watch all those movies in anticipation for the new Mission Impossible because it's been a long time. Dude, so, that second one, sorry to keep talking about that. Anthony Hopkins and the chick from Westworld. I know. You got May from Westworld or whatever. Or what is that in that her name? May or Yeah. Yeah, it's May. Something. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, the third one I don't I don't really remember the third one as much. Well, it's got Philip Seymour Hoffman and it's yeah, also directed it. by JJ Abrams. Oh my gosh. And that's and so there was that huge break because Mission MI2 was kind of like mm, it wasn't quite as good. They did that face peel off thing a ton and so yeah. it just got really ridiculous. But then JJ Abrams comes back in and he turns it into another it's like a really good action movie that's super entertaining and then Brad Bird came in and did the fourth one and kind of did the same thing. That goes protocol. Yeah, I think it's Ghost Protocol. Yeah. And then the, the whatever the last one, I don't know, there's six now. But anyway, Rogue I think Nation, that yeah. I think JJ Abrams kind of revived it. And then Brad Bird as he but does. They, they they're like have five years in between all these movies. You know? Like I know. it's well, such they, a long they've time. They've been pumping them out a lot quicker now. Between four, five, and six, it's four, only five, like and two six, years. it was yeah, like it's two, three like two years, years in between each of them. Yeah. But man, Mission Impossible. Tom Cruise looks better in the sixth one than he does in the first <laughs> Than he does in the first he looks older Maybe, in the okay, first. first one he looks great he looks better in the sixth one than he does in the second one like he legitimately yeah. looks younger or something no, matt no no matt do your research do your research you're being glib matt I'm doing the Tom Cruise in the interview with Matt oh, Lauer. Oh gosh, man! Out. If you haven't seen that Matt Lauer interview with uh, Tom Cruise, it's so no. You're talking about two different things. Do your research, Matt. Like, no, no, Tom, Matt, you're talking about Matt. two different things. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're Tom. making an idiot out of yourself on TV right now. So, Ugh. what do you think about Tom Cruise in general? I know. I mean, besides his acting, he's like Mel Gibson. It's like love him in movies. Don't care for him personally. You know what Personally. I mean? It's yeah. like, if I met him outside, I'd be like, you're a weird guy. Dude, there's this one interview. I mean, geez, we're really going on a Tom Cruise right now. We might have to skip my bro down. But um, no, we, no, there's this, there's this uh, video where an uh, interviewer, um, he sticks a microphone in Tom Cruise's face and asks him a question. And then right when Tom Cruise is about to answer the question, he squeezes it and it's a water gun. And he squirts oh. water in his face and Tom Cruise kind of goes... <laughs> And gets so serious. Now, why would you do that? Now, why would you do that? And gets so mad, like flippantly Ooh, mad. It's dude. I'm gonna it's, have to watch that. It's incredible. Why man. would you do that? He goes now, why from would like you do that. He goes from zero to eleven, like just freaking so quickly. <laughs> it's so funny, man. Hilarious. He but goes straight to MI6. He goes straight to MI6. Mission Impossible Fallout. It's past, man, the, the song in MI6 too. But what was the song in MI5? They had like a weird song that was in it or something that was, I don't know. And Simon Pegg Probably is Adele in there. or something. I don't know. Ving Roms. I forgot that Ving Roms is in legit, like in literally every single one of them. Yeah. And Jeremy Renner. Hilarious. I love Jeremy Renner. He's a great addition. Oh yeah. Jeremy no, he's, Renner is He's amazing. great. It's just funny because I've seen all those movies and I forgot that he's in two of them. Yep. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but Jeremy um, Renner's great. Well, well should we uh, move? Dude, that's good. Yeah. Good. That's Mission good Impossible. That, good that's trailers. Great. Every there's a video on YouTube. Uh I'll post it on the Professor Jones uh Facebook page. It's um all the trailers in a row. 
It's just one video of all the trailers. So it was good. It's pretty yeah, great. That's, that's the one I watched. It was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so this this last week, a trailer was dropped for the new film Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, and I am quite interested in this movie. It's directed by Brian Singer, who is kind of one of those directors that's fine. He's pretty good. I think he, you know, he had some pretty good ones with the X-Men films. Um, and it is starring Rami Malek, I think is how you pronounce Rami it. Rami Malek, yeah, Rami Malek. Uh, I've, yeah. I've heard that before, who is a great actor, uh, did mm-hmm. great in the series The Pacific, and he's Snafu. also in Mr. Robot. Um, mm-hmm. And I watched an interview with him last night, and he's a weird guy. Very really weird guy. weird dude. Yeah. I don't think he's really capable of having a normal conversation i don't think that that was nerves i think he's that weird um but i think he is too does well for him in uh films because he plays weird people and i think that freddie mercury is pretty weird dude uh Mm -hmm. so anyway um i'm i'm excited for this movie i also was really following sasha baron cohen doing the a, a movie about queen for so long and i was really excited for for him to do it did you know about this no yeah, so so Queen has owned the rights to a film about themselves for a long time. Um, oh gosh, what's the guy's name? Brian May or something like that. Uh, the lead guitarist for Queen. Um, but anyway, Sasha Baron Cohen, uh, obviously very talented human being, both as an actor looks and a as a musician, like looks a lot like Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Um, and I think he could have pulled it off really well. And he was super excited and had an active hand in kind of creating this script and and really get the ball really getting the ball rolling on this thing. And due to creative differences between um, him and the other writers, and then also the band members of Queen, uh, they kind of scrapped the project because he wanted to get into the nitty gritty of Freddie Mercury's life and really kind of focus on on Freddie and the band didn't agree with that. And they, they literally said, why don't we start or it, it'll be a really um, impactful scene in the middle when Freddie dies. And he was like, what? <laughs> like that's the end of the yeah. movie. If anything, nobody can. I mean, mm-hmm. no offense to those guys. I mean, everybody loves queen and I think is a great band, but without Freddie, I don't think that anybody's going to go to a movie seeing to, to see it. You know, it's like if Freddie dies mm-hmm. halfway through, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, and then it's the other guys are queen. Great. We're there to see Freddie Mercury. You are. You know, he unfortunately, is, you know. that's how the band is. The front man Well, that's what happens so when the front and, man of your band is one of the best vocalists of all time. Exactly, exactly. If so, not, like, the best vocalist of all time. Yeah. So, anyway, I mean, I think it's, it's kind of tragic to me following that story and seeing what's happened because I think that it could have been a really, really great movie and it'll kind of always be one of those situations where I wonder what could have been. Maybe we'll go see this one and it'll be great and we'll really enjoy it. And I think that obviously Malik probably has the acting chops to pull it off. Um, but I mean, I don't know. We'll see it just from, from what it appeared to me, it looked kind of like a very glossed over, Hey, and this is how queen got to start got to where they were. And then they'll end with like one of his most amazing performances, like the live aid concert in like 85 mm-hmm. or something. And it'll just be like, Oh, okay, cool. And 
what we'd really do want to see is kind of who Freddie Mercury really was. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, his struggles as a, as a homosexual, as, as the lead singer of a prominent rock band before that was really a thing. And, um, you know, when his struggle with AIDS and, and, uh, how he dealt with that and how the band dealt with that and how rock culture dealt with that. And I mean, I don't know, I think it could be interesting and I think that they aren't going to do it as well as they could have, you know what I mean? So anyway, I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, I don't know. But what do you think? I've gone on a long rant. Well, so. uh, coming from a place of really not being aware of any of that, I have just been absolutely stoked about it. I've seen the trailer <laughs> probably. I've seen the trailer probably like 15 times now just because and I, I think just the trailer. It. No, not at all. I mean, I think the trail like what they did in the trailer, because I'm a really big fan of movie uh, movie previews and trailers. Uh, the way that they mashed together all this music in one freaking thing is so incredible to me and uh the claps on we will rock you during bohemian rhapsody was so tight and starting with the uh would you say that concert's name the live aid concert i believe uh, starting so, yeah. with that ew, like this starting with that little thing that he does um i actually just saw it in theaters today uh for the first time on the big yeah. screen and i was just yeah. like oh man so it's so tight I am, uh, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it. I wouldn't say my hopes are like crazy high out of this world. Best yeah. movie ever. Um, but it, uh, it's, it's caused me to research a little more into Freddie Mercury. I'll, obviously I've always been a, uh, a queen fan growing up and I've gone through stages where I've listened to a little more, or little, uh, uh, I don't know. It's just like any other stage. Like I went through like a Prince stage. Um, went through a Britney Spears. I mean, uh, I went through a, a, a not Britney. Sp- Why do I keep saying Britney Spears? Um, I went through a. You've always been Creed. a pretty, pretty big fan of Oops, I Did It Again, haven't you? Uh, no, I uh, Creed <laughs> phase. Uh, no, not Creed. Uh, Nickelback. Uh, gosh, I just keep hitting these. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I a big fan of of Queen and and Freddie Mercury. So it's caused me a little bit just to research and uh, watch some interviews with him the other night. And, uh, Remy crazy guy looks pretty good. <laughs> I've seen iRobot. I like him in it. I like him in, the, uh, in the Pacific as Snafu. Um, you know, friend to sledge. Can't right. really go wrong right. there. Weird dude. Um, really weird guy. Uh, <laughs> all on there sledge. <laughs> you know, he's so yeah. weird. Yes. And I hate society. Have you seen, uh, or Mr. Robot? I think I said iRobot a second ago. You know, I Mr. watched, Robot. A, I watched a couple part or a couple episodes and I just can't stand Christian Slater. So <laughs> 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 that is understandable. Um, no, I but, mean, it was, uh, it was good. It was one of those that I was like, I should finish this. I don't, I, I'm not going to dope up my time Christian to it right Slater now. kind of sucks. Man, he's so good in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, though. <laughs> no, no, I mean, he's fine. Broken Arrow, too. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he's he's fine. Uh, whatever. He, it's just weird. Why he's is Christian weird. Slater even famous? Like, I mean, there's not that much. I think he was just <laughs> yeah, kind of... Like, he, he was like a supporting actor for like four years in the 90s. <laughs> and now he's just... And it kind of like... Everybody knows like, who Christian Slater well, is now, it's like though. in those four years in the 90s, so many actors became like household names just because of that time, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, and it's so true. Like, he kind of just like tagged along with that. So now it's like, oh, that's it's like Kurt Russell. You know, right. It's like, right. A, he's, he's more like the eighties and he's had big hits, but it's like, 
oh, that's Kurt Russell, even though mm-hmm. it's not like the huge name. You have Christian Slater. It's like, oh, it's Christian Slater. But Christian Slater just kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's, he's really not. He's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> I don't, he's he's I, absolutely terrible. Garbage. Oh, geez, dude. You are. <laughs> oh, let's check I hate that. Him. <laughs> let's get back to that joke Slater. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh. I know. I know. Um, but another thing, though, is what do you think about them naming it Bohemian Rhapsody? Like, I'm not, hey man. I'm not all about the name. I feel like, you know, why not make a like play on words with Freddie Mercury's names? You got like good stuff there, you know, go for Mercury rising. Dude, that's the name that was just in my head. I was going to say Mercury rising. <laughs> really? Why is that? Well, it's a, it's a movie in the nineties. It was oh, like, uh, wow. I think they're on a boat or something. And is it about the thermometers and the kids? No, it like I feel like it has nothing it. to I feel like it has nothing to do with that. As surprising as that, I feel like it's eels on a boat or something. We'll have to get oh. back into that. Or what about what about uh, the return of Freddy? I don't know. Like a Friday the Thirteenth reference. I don't know. Yeah, um, know. but honest, like <laughs> honestly though, I feel like there there could have been better names. It just seems a little cliche to call it bohemian rhapsody like the best song yeah. that queen ever did i know it, it just yeah. seems a little bit much uh or you know Killer I, I, I could have been cooler hey, Radio Gaga. Been cool. <laughs> i think no that's a good point and sometimes you kind of wish you could just be there in these rooms making the choice it's like the dark knight rises i'm like yeah come on, did, come on guys <laughs> you know, was, it's like you know pretty good movie but should have just been named something else, but yeah, same with the uh, same with this. But Bohemian Rhapsody, it's I, you know, I'm fine with it. I'm not. It's yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's angry. just not my favorite in the world. So I mean, yeah. What can you do? Good. Just find me somebody to love. I think that's about all you can do. Find me somebody to somebody love. To um. Hey, what's your favorite Queen song though? Before we move on. Uh, Bicycle, no doubt. <laughs> it's a good call bicycle race is a good one i feel like i've been i've been digging on uh fat bottom girls a lot lately i feel like that's the one i i keep returning to when i think about queen um i don't know it says a lot about you <laughs> okay okay easy um <laughs> all right let's move on yeah, no, I'm in. Oh, actually, one more thing. Did you see the new Backstreet Boys video? No, what? Backstreet's back? All right. I don't know. They came out with a new video. <laughs> Weird. It's not bad. Why? Not a bad song. Is it good? I don't know. It's so funny. They're like middle-aged, maybe pushing 40. <laughs> a few of them. I <laughs> or maybe over 40 and they're doing like the moves of 18 year old guys are any of them like are they all in pretty good shape still though yeah they're all like fine but like there's they do they take it so serious it's not funny at all that's what would be really funny is that if one of them was just (laughs) so poorly like just (laughs) one of them just the one kind of just blew it and they all kind of dance around him and he just like is kind of just he hanging just does, out yeah, standing he does stationary like the, the arm the- moves <laughs> he does do, he can't do the spins anymore um okay sorry yeah no that's great i love backstreet boys i will keep singing their karaoke I songs will. forever <laughs> yeah um, amen hi everybody this is the future professor 
and this is the future digs. We traveled through time to tell you very quickly that we really like this movie. I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. In the next 45 minutes, you might get the vibe that we didn't like this movie and we're a tad negative, but that's not the truth. We did love it. I think we're just here to say that we actually did like the movie. It's a good movie, (laughs) and we may have come across like we didn't like it that much, but we like the movie. So um, just wanted to let you guys know that, and now uh, we'll get you back to the podcast. Dave, actually, we got a podcast to finish. We got to get back to the future. Come on, man. We do have a podcast to finish. (laughs) Get back to the future. So, um, Deadpool 2, digging in here, um, let me just get a gauge for where does Deadpool 1 stand on, uh, as far as maybe just like comic book movies and stuff like that. I mean, is it pretty high Uh, ranking up there? For me, um, are you asking directly to me or are you asking like we right now? Um, the Royal I'd say... The royal, uh, the royal <laughs> wedding. Uh, are we still on this? Is the whole world still on this? Um, I, I'd say it's pretty far down for me. I don't know. Deadpool Did you not like great. the first I think, Deadpool? I love. It's. I. Th- I honestly think it's going to be <laughs> the same. <laughs> I loved it. Um, I love it. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be the same formula that this one takes. Like the first time you see it, it's just hilarious in theaters and amazing. And I think this one's going to do a little bit better in my book, but Deadpool one, like the first time I saw it was hilarious and it killed me. Um, I've seen it twice now after seeing it for the first time. The second time I laughed pretty hard and I liked it. And then I watched it two days ago and I really just was not that into it. I knew what was coming the whole time. I was kind of analyzing the writing a bit more really. I don't know. I just really wasn't that into it, um, but it's good. Like I, I like what, I just, I think I took it more serious the first time around. And now that I've seen it, it's like, I know what's coming and it just didn't have much else to offer me, I guess. There's not, there's not enough substance to it for me to like stick around. It's basically just like, you know, a comedy action movie. Whereas this one, just to kind of get into my general thoughts on this, I think they did a really, really good job in this one on blending action and comedy. Like they stepped the action up, it seemed like tenfold, kind of, as, as well as the comedy. I thought the comedy was great. I was a little worried, like halfway through the movie today. I was like, uh, I don't know. Comedy's pretty good so far. But then it hit a point that just started crushing. Um, yeah, it was just hilarious. So, yeah, I think this one is, this one's, it was, I'm, I'm high on it right now. Loved it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I'm, I was very high on it when I left the theater. I think that it's, I honestly don't really think it's a better movie than the first one. I think that, I think that it's far funnier than the first one, but I think the original Deadpool was so great because it was so simple. It's just like, yeah, this dude, you know, gets cancer and then this whole thing happens to him and he's pretty much trying to get vengeance back on the guy that did that to him and also get back to his girl. Um, and it's really simple. This one, mm-hmm. there's a lot going on, a mm-hmm. lot going on in this movie and it's hard to keep up with. Um, I thought it was very funny. Really enjoyed that. I also think that sometimes it's a little bit too funny. 
because I think a lot of times in a movie, there's the option to have an emotional moment or a serious moment that is impactful for the viewer. And this one takes a joke every time, but you know, it's like, mm-hmm. it never stops mm-hmm. with the jokes and, and it's fine. I just didn't, I didn't feel as emotionally connected during this one. I feel like there was double the humor, which is great because I was laughing hard a lot of the time, but, um, it definitely, I think it was a little bit too funny for me sometimes. And it's also, I mean, and I love this movie. I'm, I'm going to just criticize it a little bit because I kind of have to, but I did love this movie and I, I wanted to go see it again in theaters today, but I just couldn't make it happen. Um, but also I think that Deadpool does a lot of kind of crude and raunchy humor that isn't necessarily my cup of tea, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm always, I'm always for clever humor. I really enjoy when there's a joke being made because the joke should be made. Um, and it's a witty thing to say. A lot of times I feel like Deadpool just says the F word or says something overtly sexual or weird just to say it. And there's a lot Mm -hmm. of like, a lot of like pedophile jokes and a lot of racist Mm -hmm. jokes and stuff like that. And don't get me wrong. I think that, you know, I think that some of those things went over really well. I think that they were really well-placed jokes, but there's a lot of it. And, um, Mm -hmm. for me, I, I go clever, you know, super bad is a great example of a really clever movie. That's raunchy, but clever. American Pie, raunchy, not clever. Well, you, you just know? have to have your funny points. You know, you know, you have to know where to capitalize on it rather than adding so much substance that it gets muddy. You know, have, having so many jokes that it's just kind of like, well, I don't know which one's supposed to be like the hilarious one and which one's just like a little one liner. And right, I don't really know right. what they're going for here because I yeah. completely understand. There was a few points in this movie that like he was saying something serious to cable or something as somebody was having a serious conversation and like in the middle of it he slips in like a little one-liner but then like keeps going and it kind of just like throws you off a bit you're like he didn't need to say that right there um yeah yeah i I understand that it's it seemed like the first one like deadpool was really funny but he was also a great character and this Mm -hmm. one felt like a lot more of like this is clearly Ryan Reynolds. You know what I mean? Like it just seemed, it seemed very much like, and I know that they break the fourth wall and that's awesome. And I love that. Well, that's, but it felt like Deadpool breaking the the wall. That's part of the character. Yeah. That is, that is like a huge part of the character. But I feel like in the first one, it was Deadpool breaking the fourth wall. Exactly. In this one, it feels mm-hmm. like Ryan Reynolds breaking Ryan the Reynolds. fourth wall. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's a big difference. And, you know, whatever. It's fine. Like, I love this movie. I think it's hysterical. It's one of the funniest movies that I've seen in a very long time. I went with our dad, and him and I were just cracking up, and we were quoting it all night last night. So, I mean, it was great. I really enjoy it. But, yeah, I think that, I think that sometimes, you know, there's less is more at some points. But um, anyway, I think that uh, I really enjoyed a lot of the references to the like Marvel universe and more specifically the X Men <laughs> universe. Thanos. Yeah, oh, dude, the um, sun's or the sun's getting yeah, real sun's low. Yeah, sun's getting buddy. real low. Oh, when well, do that to okay. The so anyway, that's our general thoughts. If you haven't seen this movie, just stop listening. I'd rather not spoil anything for you. So um, go check it out. It's really great. And Ryan Reynolds does a great job as well as Josh Brolin. So all, all of it's it's great. So we're going to dig into more spoilers. stuff. These are Academy performances. Absolutely. <laughs> You'll be looking, so look expect, into this one yeah, next, next February. So. Um, yeah, this is this is a big one on the... Uh, gonna be a big actor big um, a biggin but um 
Yeah, what did you, uh, so the director, but it's, it's interesting that you said that this one mixes action and comedy really well because the director, David Leach, is, he was like the stunt director on some of the John Wick movies. And, yeah. and then he did Atomic Blonde with Charlize Theron. Have you seen that movie? Mm, no. Re- really great. It's funny and it's based in the Cold War. It takes place in East Berlin. It's great. Um, and so I saw him. I don't like Charlize Theron. You don't? No, I'm Why? just not a fan. I just can't. I don't know. I actually, Nothing. I won't disagree with you. I feel like your opinion There's on Emily Blunt was her. like unforgivable. And it's like, okay, whatever. Unforgivable. Charlize Theron is, I could see it. If somebody said I'm not into her, I would say that's fine. Something in the way she moves. <laughs> Disgust me like Noah. <laughs> no, <okay. laughs> no, I, uh, I just don't. I'm not about it. Not about her. It, it stinks though because I I need to start having more reasoning <laughs> for these things because yeah, you just have just, like these like prejudices so, against some random person and there's literally very, nothing uh, backing up. <laughs> I know it's very blunt. Yeah. Uh, oh, thank you. Hook, line, and sinker. That was good. That I was saw good. your brain like computing, computing. Boom. Yeah. Got him. Got him. I don't know. I had a joke, but then you just did that blunt thing and I kind of forgot what I was saying. Um, anyway, yeah. <laughs> Deadpool 2 is pretty good. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Deadpool 2 was all right. Cool. <laughs> the thing is, is that it's like Deadpool 2 is actually one of those movies that's really tough to break down, though, because it's it so funny that. I mean, what do we do? Do we just sit here and talk about what were the funniest parts of it? I mean, yeah. it becomes difficult. Um, I did really enjoy um, the intro. Deadpool's blowing himself up. And then, hey, let's oh rewind. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. Never well, mind. okay. So Deadpool blows himself up or whatever. But then it's... Does it start and do the... No, it does the montage back to... Mm-hmm. Uh, when he's like taking out all the bad guys and stuff, right? And that's when it does mm-hmm. the nine to five with Dolly Parton. Kick it, Dolly. Oh yeah. Down, 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 down. Oh man, I was man. so jacked when that song. Some came of the on. music choices in this are so amazing. Also, though, at a certain point in the film. I was sitting there going, okay, I wish that they would have one good song that I enjoy listening to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause it's like, uh-huh. don't get me wrong. Nine to five is a classic, but it's not like I'm listening to it in my spare time. It's not like I really want to listen. I don't like dubstep. You know, I don't listen to that. It was a funny joke, but, and that's, you know, another thing in this movie, they take the joke every time. Um, mm-hmm. but at the end they have a song that came on that was sweet. And so we'll talk about that. Um, but yeah, I love that whole beginning montage gets you into it and it's just sweet action. Very fun. Funny, lots of good one-liners, great quips, um, and I, I thought the, I thought all of that was great. So that was yeah, extremely entertaining. Um, but he goes you through know, all that. I but before, well, I mean, they like go through all that, and then where you get into like him and the girlfriend thing, right? Yeah, that's what I'll get to. Because so one of the things that, um, and it's not, I mean, it's not the biggest deal in the world. It's just the first Deadpool. I felt like I just really wasn't into that relationship. Something about the dynamic. I don't want to say it was all her acting. Um, Cause I don't really want to place the blame like that. I think it was just maybe a little bit more about the dynamic between that, or at least the writing. Like in the first one, she's like empire and makes like a star Wars joke. And it's just totally not believable. 
Um, a couple things like that. And so like, I don't know, I was actually pretty happy that spoiler, she got killed there <laughs> pretty quick. Cause I was like, they started, uh, they started talking and having their relationship and stuff. And I was like, Oh no, is this going to be a big part of this film too? Are we doing this one again? But then it ended up being the whole motive of the entire thing. So it worked out, but see, I'm kind of on the opposite side though. Um, I think that we've talked about this. Good. Not great. Disagreeing already. Um, <laughs> no, but I've, I've talked about this. Like, what's the point in building up a character in the first film just to kill them off in the second? You know, and they, I mean, there's a horrible example, but Pacific Rim, the don't no. know, don't know <laughs> the don't sister's name, but they kill her off in Pacific Rim too. And I was like, okay, that's stupid. And then also in, um, you know, for instance, all that the no, it was uh, it was uh, Nickelodeon st- SNL. Yeah, I just thought it was weird that Kel was not on Good Burger anymore. <laughs> ask, um, ask Amanda, <laughs> ask Ashley. Actually, no, you was it Ask Ashley? Freaking door. Yeah, or what? what it was Man. Ask Ashley because it was the Dude. Amanda show, but she was playing a character called Ashley who took. Oh, okay. They need to bring all that back, man. All that was great. Mm-hmm. So stupid. It's actually unwatchable now that when you're an adult. Um, but anyway, back to my point. It's kind of like Admiral Pike in Star Trek. The mm-hmm. first film has this great character in Admiral Pike, and then he retires at the end of the film, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> he retires and becomes Admiral Pike at the end of the film, and that's when Captain Kirk becomes the captain. And it's like, fine, cool. And then they just kill him off in the second one. It's like, why not just let that guy be in peace? Why do you have to kill him? It just makes things depressing. And in this one, they have the whole know, story about them. Nerd, so. They get reunited at the end of the first one, and then they just kill her off in like the second scene of this one. And it's like, okay, I get that it's a launching off point, but I feel like you could have done this entire plot even without that. I don't, I don't know. I understand that like the point of this movie is family, and he had a family, but he never found a new one. I just, I wasn't that into her getting killed. And then at the end, they do the time thing, and it's like, cut, are you cut into her character though, like her as, a, or at least the actress? Morena Baccarin? Yeah, Baccarin. Baccarat. I mean, she's fine. I don't, I I don't just, know. It's I, not like I disliked I, her character. I didn't want her in me. the movie. Like, I, I didn't want her to be in the movie very much. But I think that they could have been, you know, he could have been like, oh, I got to save this kid. I'll be back in like two weeks. And she's like, okay. You know, just oh, something, yeah. Yeah, something that like been that. Better. It would have just, you know, I don't know. It's like, you got to kill her. Anyway, it, I don't, really don't care that much that they killed her, but. It was just kind of apparently you care about Admiral Pike quite a bit. So I did. I hated that. We all hated that Admiral Pike got killed. I thought that was so lame. Um, Anyway, but so, yeah, then she dies and he does something and then blows himself up. Yeah, he does. He. Yeah. He does something and then blows himself up. He kills that guy. Oh, he hits gets hit by the truck. Oh yeah, I did love that. Um, I I loved when he hugs that dude because it's like I my you know girlfriend just got killed. I gotta hug somebody, and then he just turns back around and gets hit by a truck. I thought that was great. Um, Yeah, that was sweet. But anyway, so after that though, 
they go into the James Bond intro. See, which this was, yeah. Oh. That is one of the funniest things I have ever seen I know. on screen. Like, that was unbelievable. I thought, I don't know, man. I was laughing so hard throughout that I entire thing. Yeah. And it's funny, I was kind of in a quiet theater and like nobody, it was like, I just couldn't stop laughing, but like nobody else was laughing. I just felt like the people in there just like didn't get it today. And I was like, do you understand what is happening here? Right. Uh, Leanna and I were just dying because it is so, that was so funny. Oh yeah. That's amazing. I thought that that was the best. Um, yeah, that's funny that you say that because I felt like, and we talked about the crude and raunchy humor. I feel like my theater was like overreacting to the wrong things. It's like the jokes that I didn't so find so funny. They were laughing at really hard. And it actually kind of reminded me of that scene in Billy Madison where Eric catches on fire and Billy's laughing at him. And he's like, oh, like that just like over exaggerated laugh. that's just laughing at something that is stupid. Um, that's this lady sounded kind of like that in my theater and I couldn't stop thinking about Billy Madison's laugh. Um, don't put it out with your boots, Ted. Don't tell me my business devil woman. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the award for best actor goes to that guy, the old that man, guy, that old, old man, Mikowski old from, yeah, whatever. Um, you know, but after that I, I did, I did really enjoy when he gets saved by the X-Men and, and what do you think about, uh, the, like Colossus and uh, Megasonic Teenage Ro- Warbot or Warhead, War Machine. Warhead. Warhead. That's, that is. You were close. No, that's it's a lot Pretty of... Close. He says it in the movies, like Megasonic Teenage whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, something. But I think... So, like, I may have already said this, but uh, I think, like, the first half of this movie, I actually got a little bit worried, like a tad bit. Wasn't that much worry, but I was like, the James Bond thing was great. There was a few little quippy one-liners in there that were really great, but I just like, I wasn't fully on board. Um, and so like that kind of added, like the Colossus kind of added to it, how we went to like the X mansion thing so quick. Um, I really did like the closing of the door of like all the other cast people in there. That was like, great. Uh, you had James McAvoy, you had like hilarious other, yeah, reference. Had, that was hilarious. Um, but there was just, some, you know, I was just kind of like, Oh man, that much Colossus, like he's talking a lot. And uh same with the I, I liked the uh Hayukio <laughs> joke. <laughs> she was probably but, one of my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah, Hayukio, that was hilarious. But uh it wasn't until probably like midway through the movie when like the X Force was assembled and stuff to where then they I was started like, getting on board. Oh, okay. This yeah. is amazing. Yeah. Um but yeah, so yeah, I think there was some of that stuff in there, but Colossus is he's fine, you know. Yeah. Well, He's I think fine. that, yeah, I like Colossus I, and I like that interpretation of that character. I, mm-hmm. I enjoy him better than he was in the other X-Men films. And I honestly think I like this X-Men universe. If they keep rolling with this and we see them develop these characters more, I could get on board with them continuing to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know though. X-Men like days of future past was so good, but then X-Men, apocalypse was not great so that was very unfortunate that apocalypse kind of just sucked oh i know there's parts of it that were so good it's just there were parts Mm -hmm. of it that were so bad it was oscar isaics you had like yeah it was just too much ivan ooze man it was way it was very ivan oozy I know mm-hmm. it's true. It's unfortunate. Um, but yeah, uh, so I enjoy it. And, and that's, you know, that's, that's a big thing for me too, is that 
Um, I'm not a big comic book guy. Like I don't read any comic books, but as soon as the X-Men films started coming out, I enjoyed those so much. And if I were ranking some of my favorite superhero movies, I mean, obviously the Sam Raimi Spider-Man films are way up there and there's a couple good Batman's, you know, Dark Knight, obviously. But, um, man, freaking like X2 is so X2. good. X2. 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 <laughs> you just smelt your fingers. <laughs> what I do? <laughs> you like smelled your two fingers. <laughs> no, I wasn't. What? <laughs> I was was just wiping my nose. Okay. Okay. Um, Apologies. Uh, (laughs) Now I'm going to do it despite you though. I know. But uh, yeah, like X2 is great. And like days of future past is awesome. First class. I just like the, like the assortment of superheroes. There's just such a freaking sweet. Yeah, it is. It's sweet. And there's such a vast array of superpowers too, you know, because I just enjoy seeing different superpowers and like the idea of Colossus, this guy that just suddenly, or he always, I guess is just completely metal. It's like sweet, cool character, you know? Um, so anyway, what if he I had like, what if he had like the Achilles heel thing where like part of him though is like tinfoil, you know what I mean? <laughs> just one arm, just always freaking so you can just like collapses yeah, completely. You just get that, like that little pin or like a little sword, like right in that little part. And it just gets him. And he's like, oh. he's like, he cooled down really <laughs> quick after he got burned, though. He would. Yeah, that's nice. Um, that's a, yeah, put him in the microwave. That's pretty good. Um, so anyway, I mean, Blow moving along, I just want to bring up uh, Josh Brolin because Josh Brolin did such a great job. Sing it, baby. In, Avengers. I mean, he had such a good summer already with that. And then he's also the bad guy in this. And I really liked him as cable. I thought that he was, I thought that he was great. Um, a lot of people are like giving it a lot of praise. Like it was like the best thing in the world. And I'm kind of what, just more, Thanos or this, this, and I'm more oh, just like, yeah, no. it's pretty good. It was pretty sweet. You know, I don't know. But a lot of people were saying before this, they were saying, gosh, Josh Brolin, he's, you know, he's getting too old for stuff like this. And I looked at him and I said, Hey, there's a lot of meat still left on that bone. <laughs> yeah. Chicken broth. <laughs> yeah, you put him in another movie. You got a stew going, baby. baby. Oh, man. <laughs> you are clearly just watching Arrested Development for like the first time. <laughs> so excited to be quoting it. A lot of meat left on that bone. <laughs> you know, I, see, I, got from, I was listening back to our science podcast, and you said, you got a stew going, baby. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I just didn't even, it just blew right by me. And then I saw that episode the other night, and I was like, oh. No, yeah, man. I'm going to be rolling with the Carl Weathers quotes when we get to Predator. I'm Ooh, so excited baby. for that episode. Do going, baby. Um, but anyway, I mean, Josh Brolin, I, I think he did a fine job. Um, yeah. Th- but that was a point in the movie. As soon as they switched to cable, I was like, oh, thank God. And it also is kind of to the detriment of the movie because when they showed cable in that futuristic wherever he's from, I was like... I just want to watch that. I know. I, I would rather I watch that there. movie, honestly, because that looked mm-hmm. so interesting. And I don't even get what Cable is. Like, he's a Me cyborg neither, from the future. Like, what is And I honestly meant cyborg to look it up, and I just never. guy or something. I, I never looked it up. I it's meant funny. To, I looked up a bunch of stuff to, before this, but I that's like the one thing I didn't 
look up. Yeah. And so, cause I was thinking, oh, is he a mutant? And his, is like, um, his power is that he can travel through time, but apparently that's not true. He just has a device that allows him to travel through time. So what is his, what is his superpower? He's just part metal. Is that it? He's just a strong human. I guess. guess Yeah. I I have no, like strong human metal cyborg guy. Yeah. Apparently he's just kind of, Oh, here we go. Here. I'm, I'm actually looking at, so is the biological son of the X-Men member Cyclops. Right. Right. I saw that half brother (laughs) genetic template. He's from a future timeline. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not getting anything quick here off the bat, so. Ooh, so he got an infection, which was techno-organic. Ooh, that looks pretty fun. And it spread, and he was able Put to use... Put some Windex on it. And he has telepathic and telekinetic abilities, which I don't think were utilized in this film. Anyway, whatever. He's got some cool, cool, cool stuff going. I meant to look up more about Cable, but I liked him in this movie. I've always I think been a bigger they fan of Dish. What's that? I've been more of a fan of Dish or streaming. Oh, right. No, yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> such a, a real zigger. Um, but so I just think we needed more backstory on Cable. I, know. I, I wanted know. Yeah. more. Like, I wanted to know what he was doing. So, um, yeah, I think we they would have been safer going with DirecTV. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> 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 now we're cruising. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta uh, we gotta charter up some uh navigation oh, on this baby thing. yeah oh, we uh go raise the spectrum no but i yeah i think that the addition of of cable in this one is definitely a premium package <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. So Cable's great. I wish we would have gotten more of Cable, honestly. I think that that was, I think that was another big disappointment for me in this film yeah. is that I needed more Cable because I, I stopped caring about Deadpool as much as soon as Cable got there because I was like, oh, this guy's tight. That's and the that's, unfortunate thing when you have such a good character in Deadpool and you decide to put a better character in the movie. It's like, right. dang it, you just shouldn't have even done that because he is better. But now it's like, is he going to be... I wonder if he signed on for another film. Is he uh, yeah, be it in sounds the like they're kind of like or... going with that X-Force thing. So, yeah, I don't know. But let's talk about that. So okay, they going, yeah. what did you think about the whole prison bit? I thought the prison thing was fun. It was, it was... See, that's actually, that was kind of where I was tuning out a little bit. I was too. I was kind of just like. The prison like thing wasn't as good as I thought. And, and then he was like sick again, getting, you know, his cancer coming back and all that. And I was just kind of like, oh, man, this is kind of. And he's getting beat up and. uh the uh what's it the black tom cassidy guy um bit was kind of funny or whatever but i don't know it just was what it was and but then luckily like you said because it's like we got a little preview of cable somewhere in there and then cable then came to the uh the prison and when he came to the prison and all that started that's kind of when it all got that's when it all got going Right, right. No, yeah. As soon as he shows up in the storyline, it gets it gets great. But yeah, the whole prison thing was a little bit disappointing for me. Um, I did like how they, you know, I like the fourth wall stuff when they point out um, what's his face. Uh, who's the who's the big dude that comes up at the end? 
Oh, Juggernaut. Yeah, Juggernaut. Yeah, alluding to Juggernaut showing up. That was good. That was good. Yeah. Um, Foreshadowing. I guess Juggernaut is. Uh, actually, I'll explain that here in a little bit. I have some backstory stuff on Juggernaut. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, but okay. So at this point in the movie, they want to save save the little girl. Which little girl? No, they want to save the little boy. <laughs> Which little girl? <laughs> <laughs> they want to save the little boy that. I love like I love his power though. He's like essentially the Human Torch or Pyro or whatever. Um, except that he's portly. He's like the Backstreet Boy that went on too long. You know. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. This, this joke is over. It's, it's a bad joke. Yeah, the Backstreet Boys thinks that. Yeah. Um. But anyway, the kid. I like. I like that reference about how there's never any like fat superheroes, and so that kid makes that self-referential joke um but i like his power i think that if you're gonna have somebody that could turn out to be really powerful later on fire is a good way to go you know zuko is fire nation (laughs) zuko baby Um, hello but so he's a firebender essentially and it's yeah so they go to save him and uh deadpool's like yeah let's make a team and tj miller has one of the best lines in the movie it's time to get back on linkedin I think that that is one of the best yeah, jokes man. I've, I, I love that. I love that. See, I wanted to bring that up and I'm happy you brought him up. Uh, I just got to say, I know everything that's going on in TJ Miller's life. I know all the talk about him, all that stuff. It's like a Mel Gibson situation, Tom Cruise situation. What do you mean? Um, what's going I on got, with TJ Miller? I'm completely out, out of the loop on this. He's been accused of. Oh, He's been a thing. <laughs> it's so serious. He's, he's been accused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't need to say anything else. That's, you don't, even, you don't need to say anything else after that. It's just he's, he's one of the ones right now that has happened. Yeah. Man, they got Matt Lauer. No. They got Louie. It's I mean, it's what happened just to Kevin a, Spacey? He's been accused. He's been accused. <laughs> um, some <laughs> things have come to light, dude. Um, Which is, so, I mean, yeah. and I, I mean, I'm sure that. There's I think a lot of, of this guys, stuff is that legitimate, but it's also one of those things where there's anyway, just well, go, on, go on. Matt Lauer, yeah. a little bit pervy. I can understand that. Um, see, yeah. he seems like it. Like I've, I've had nightmares about Matt Lauer. What? Um, I anyway, love where in the world is Matt Lauer though? I loved that too. It was great. I really did. Good. Period that was time. a lot of fun back in the day. Um, but yeah, so yeah, you know, a lot of things happen in the news. A lot of people, a lot of things coming out. People did things that are not good. And um, <laughs> a lot of ins and outs. A lot of, oh, baby. Um, so TJ I Miller. I have, <laughs> I don't have cable, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just trying, okay. So TJ Miller, some things happen, blah, blah, blah. He made a bomb threat on some train, which is awful and. He's oh. maybe not doing so well in his personal life, but I gotta say, him in movies lately, he's one of my favorites. He is. He he's is hilarious. one of my favorites. He well, in both Deadpool's, he's hilarious. In you know, Ready Player I, One, he made that role. I mean, yeah, I remember in Dead or not Deadpool, uh, Cloverfield, when he was the guy yeah, behind yeah. the camera. I was like, man. Cloverfield was was great, but that guy behind the camera was so funny to me. And I remember saying that multiple great times after that him. movie came out. And so many people were like, oh, you know, that's pretty good. And, and, you know, it's like nobody, like, got it. And so I'm glad that he's had success him. later on because I'm like, that was really funny. And that guy deserves to be famous. Um, but now he doesn't. He abused that power and he's been accused. So 
And it's not good. He's been accused. Yeah. We might have to redact some of this stuff. Um, <laughs> just uh, are we going with the lawyer stuff? The lawyer stuff? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you going with the blah, blah, blahs, blah, blog? Blah, blah, blahs, blah, blog. <laughs> anyway, so, but they get the team together, the X-Force thing. And I think that that's one of the, and that was one of the funniest scenes in the whole freaking movie is first of all, getting them all together in the auditions and the, the auditions are great. Bill Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård came in there as uh whatchamacallit. And then they had, uh, that other, the other big guy, uh, Ted Cruz, Ted, Ted Cruz is what you, what you have it or what have you. And then, uh, I, like none of their names are important Terry because Cruz. Terry Cruz, Terry Cruz. There it is. Ted Cruz. <laughs> it's a politician. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I thought you were making a joke, but then no, I was like, I wasn't, I was getting Cruz. it mixed up that I said it and I was like, uh, nope. Didn't he run for president? Uh, that's, that's Florida. <laughs> um, uh, no. Um, anyway, but I think that the, the Peter, the regular guy that he's like, I don't have any powers. I just mm-hmm. saw the ad and I decided to come and Deadpool goes, you're in. I like that. I know. That, and that right there, that's, that's why it's so good is that they, they marketed a ton of that and it was really funny. Like the LinkedIn bit was really funny. And then the Peter bit was really funny, but it's even more funny because they marketed that X-Force thing so much. And you're thinking that the second half of this movie is going to be I about know, all these characters, all these crazy characters. And then they kill them all. I Every had single no one idea that was coming. That was the deaths. biggest, such bad deaths. Oh, I gosh. mean, that is so helicopter, wood chipper, freaking electrocuted, you know, Brad Pitt electrocuted. was Brad the vanisher. I loved that. Hey, did you see Matt hilarious. Damon as one of the farmer guys? Yeah. Him and Alan. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that was that great. Was funny. Um, but, and that's, and that's, I think that that's great that they marketed that toward the X force being a thing. And then they totally just, you know, they, they they totally got us. Oh, got me! I didn't think that was gonna happen. You got me. Um, so like, hilarious. Is though. anybody else concerned about this high the <laughs> the wind advisory? <laughs> I know. He's like the real bad guy's melanoma <laughs> when he's putting on the sunscreen. That right, was great. Right. I, the whole wind advisory thing was one of the funniest things because T.J. <laughs> Miller know. makes that joke when he's being interrogated by Cable, and it's like, oh, you know, wind wind advisory. But then wind, it plays yeah. a huge role that the, it was just way too windy, and they all die. <laughs> way too windy <laughs> to do parachuting, and everybody dies. <laughs> because <laughs> oh, so it's so good. funny because it's like it reminds me of you know like wind advisory i've been up on the mountain before and it's like oh it's pretty windy out you probably don't want to go on uh-huh. the chairlift um but it's just on another level it's hilarious to me that, Pe- that peter guy his name's rob delaney in real life mm-hmm. and apparently he's been he's been throned as the funniest man on twitter i guess he oh really is. He's been named that yeah i guess i don't know I've, i don't really know of him i was just looking into him before this and Looking oh, inside him right before this. Good Lord. Um, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I'm, I, I thought that whole thing was hilarious. One of the funniest bits in the whole movie was seeing everybody die in the horrible ways. Um, but then you get to one of the cooler action set pieces in the film of uh, them trying to save 
the little boy. Which little boy? Um, and that was, a, that dude, was this when, is where Lady Luck. This is where Lady exactly, Luck. Exactly. This is what I was gonna say. Is that the Domino character, man? She is so awesome. Zazie Beats. The actress did a great job, and the character was so well written. And that entire scene where she takes over that giant truck. I mean, I I loved all of that. I thought it was so oh entertaining. It was incredible. so entertaining. And yeah, they I love it how she could just go into a room full of you know bad guys and just kind of like dance around and pretty much do whatever and everybody's just going to kill each other when she like goes lady luck take the wheel and just like let's go i was like yes that's awesome so Uh, sweet great idea for a superhero or it is that was a really good and that's you know that's great with the x-men is that they don't necessarily need to explain anything that well it's like Mm -hmm. this girl is just really lucky and that's her superpower and it's awesome you know so um I thought that was great. And then Cable and Wade kind of have that fight. I thought that was super funny when mm-hmm. he, you know, slices the one bullet and then every other bullet gets through. <laughs> He's like, oh, I know. Cause you, you, do you remember that from origins? Do you remember that scene? Yeah. 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 So it's totally, I mean, it's funny. I went back and watched all the origin footage yesterday, like just of Deadpool. Oh, right. Um, right. Just because I didn't really remember. And he, he, it's funny. Ryan Reynolds does say like some funny things. And then he runs into a room and does a bunch of sword work and stuff and cuts a bullet in half. But it's so lame, that ending. It's just like, gosh. And uh, I love, I really did like that. How they did, they just made fun of it so much. And that made me laugh pretty hard. No, it's great. It's great. And I'm, and they, they made fun of it in the first one, but they really made fun of it in this one, which is, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Um, what did you think about the addition of the big baddie though? What's his face? Juggernaut. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. He was great. I think this, it was just, it was CGI. So I was like, okay. You know, it was really um, clearly CGI, really clearly. CGI. You know what I mean? It was, it was kind of like a Harry Potter and not the order of the Phoenix. Is it the order of the Phoenix? Oh, no, with the, the Grop. Hagrid's yeah, older brother with, with Hagrid's older brother. Which one is that? That's the sixth one. Half-Blood Prince. Yeah, it's Half-Blood Prince. Yeah, I think it is. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I think it's the it, fifth. I think it is yeah, the fifth one fifth. because it's after Hagrid's Umbridge missing is, for the yeah, first. Yeah, Umbridge is the fifth. Gosh. No, no, because it's Grop that gets Umbridge. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's the fifth one because they don't know where Hagrid is for the first, like, long part of the book. And he brings mm-hmm. back his brother. Anyways, it's not important right now. Um, but he got... <laughs> <laughs> it's like we don't realize what we're doing at the time and then we come full circle out and we're like, oh my gosh, we just talked to Harry Potter for a minute. Yeah. Um, but he did. He did. He looked like that guy. Uh, I yeah. thought that... I thought. I mean, I always enjoy seeing the Juggernaut. Like, I enjoy a lot of those classic X-Men characters. And so seeing him like this was cool. I don't know if they necessarily, like, showed his superpower that well, though. Because the Juggernaut, you know, as soon as he gets momentum going, he's unstoppable. And it seemed more like... He seemed a lot... Like Colossus in this aspect, you know, it's like a tough dude, just like a big, strong dude. So I mean, it was fine. And I thought it was great, you know, and it just kind of turns into, 
it turns into that reason why Cable needs to join up with them. And so I thought that was good. But I loved I loved that Wade got ripped in half. I thought that that was hilarious. Yeah, that was hilarious. And then it leads and to it made the, for funniest. the funniest joke. I mean, arguably the funniest part of the whole movie was the baby legs Wade. I mean, that was ridiculous how hysterical that was. That was outrageous. I and was the basic just, I was instinct crying. reference, except as a baby. I mean, that was just... It's so ridiculous and inappropriate and horrible, but it was so funny. So funny. It's outrageous. Yeah, that whole, yeah. all of that. And that's, cables. that's what had dad going. Dad was laughing so hard at the so baby yeah, you legs saw thing. That, you saw this with our dad. That yeah. is so hilarious. Yeah. yeah. He loved I'm it. Happy. I think he that's probably great. liked it more than I did, honestly. Well, it's... Uh, these new movies, these new movies coming out are just, they're just fun. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're very <laughs> they're just fun, fun and, and hilarious, you know? But yeah, so I, th- I thought that that was, I mean, that was one of the funniest bits. And then Cable decides to join up with them and I didn't see that coming, you know, totally pulled the wool over my eyes on that one. I was like, Oh, okay. So Cable's yeah. not going to be the bad guy kind yeah. of, you know, it's the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of thing. So I enjoyed that. I really liked seeing those guys preparing for what was coming up and all of that. I enjoyed very much the team up. Um, and then we're pretty much at the end of the movie here. Oh, and then they go, they visit the X-Men castle and he plays the song on the iPhone app for a, mm-hmm. a jukebox. That was, that was good. Very, very classy. Good joke. Just so cute. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. No, I was going to say about juggernaut cause I just researched it. I don't know if you knew this, but I just wanted to get into the character a little bit. I guess juggernaut is the son of a guy named Dr. Marco and and he was the best friend of Brian Xavier, who is Charles Xavier's dad. Um, and then Charles Xavier's real dad died of something, and Marco married his wife. And so when he moved into the mansion with the Xaviers, he brought his son that he had, um, whose name was Cain. And so Charles Xavier and Cain are like kind of brothers. And then... Um, he was always mad. I, I don't know. There's a whole story about like how the other dad died and eventually liked Charles more and then went into the fire and saved Charles instead of Kane. So then Kane was always very like, always kind of just was jealous of his brother Charles and all this stuff. And I didn't know any of that. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. Man, if you go into the comics, it is so ridiculous. Like the things that, end up happening between many of these characters. It's mm-hmm. just insanity. Um, which is actually really exciting. I feel like, I don't know. That's, and maybe we'll get to this discussion later, just about the X-Men and what they could possibly do in the Marvel universe yeah. from this point forward. Um, but anyway, I thought that the, uh, I thought the finale was very great, you know, cable and Deadpool and Domino. And what's the, what's the guy that drives the cab's name? I can't remember that. Um, um, somewhere. Oh boy. Richard Vanish. Uh, what is his name? Dopinder. 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 Uh, yeah, uh, he's yeah, hilarious. Dopinder was very funny. Very funny. I thought that he had some. He had some great lines. I honestly liked his character better than the first one. Um. Yeah. But, yeah. Um. Pretty epic ending scene. I really liked the big showdown between Colossus and 
uh, Juggernaut. I thought that that was awesome. And Deadpool pretty much said it, you know, like here comes a big CGI fight and it is, mm-hmm. it's a CG it CGI fight, but the music that's playing behind them is so awesome during that entire oh scene my gosh. because it's saying like, Holy S balls, mother effer, mother effer or something yeah. again and again. And I just love the idea. But it's of, like the best like choir score. I know exactly. So good. I love the idea of a studio choir, like getting this music that's probably titled some, like some expletive and they just are sitting there singing these words again and again. And it's so stupid, but it's so, it's so incredible to think that it those works. guys did that. Yeah. And I mean, cause it, and it is, and that's, you know, I talked about that earlier, how this movie always went for the jokes as far as the music went. And sometimes it was a little bit disappointing. Cause you're like, Oh man, I, I wouldn't mind having like a really good song play, you know, like guardians mm-hmm. of the galaxy has all these awesome songs play when they're doing stuff, but it's also funny, but it's also great. Um, and this one, the songs were such a joke every time. And so that one was a joke, but the music was actually really good. And the music was done by Tyler Bates. And I actually really enjoy his score. Um, Throughout the entire film, I I was a big I was a big fan of it's, all. It's of that. really good music, really good. And he also yeah. he composed. Uh, he did Guardians of the Galaxy, and then uh, like Watchmen three hundred. He did a ton of stuff. So I think he has he has he has a good uh, good ear as far as like choices for songs, like for the soundtrack as well as actually like mixing a score together and putting it in the film. I think he does a pretty good job. From what, if you're, I didn't realize that he did Guardians, but like now kind of. Maybe like in a, comparing that to this, I think he has a pretty good ear for that kind of stuff. Because Guardians right. is just outrageous. The song yeah, no, choices it, in that just seem perfect, you know. Yeah. And this one too, the sun will come out <laughs> tomorrow. I mean, mm-hmm. that that little thing just killed me. Oh gosh, yeah, I forgot about the sun will come out tomorrow. Yeah, and so I wonder, I wonder how much like who is who chose all that music? You know, I'm I'm curious who did the the stuff other than I bet the original Ryan Reynolds has a hand in it. I bet everybody kind of has. Yeah, a hand I mean, in that obviously the director, but I I feel like. I feel like Ryan Reynolds probably has a lot more say in what happens in these films than most actors would on a set. You know, usually mm-hmm. the director would mm-hmm. probably be making a lot of these huge choices, but I feel like Ryan Reynolds is kind of probably writing a lot of his own lines. He's kind and, of director, producer, actor, everything, it seems well, like. You know, there's other people playing, actually in the chairs, but... He loved being Wade in X-Men or Origins. What is it? Wolverine? Uh, yeah, it's X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. And he, you know, he really campaigned to do this character again and do it the right way. And that's why it happened. And then Deadpool was so successful because Ryan Reynolds is the perfect guy to do it. Um, and so it is, it is fun seeing him in this role. And in the second one, he really is going off. But I, yeah, I think that he does probably have a lot of creative input on the script and the film and probably music choices and all of that stuff. Um, so, but, but the end is, I mean, what did, what did you think? about the whole finale here domino has a sweet scene where guys are killing themselves in the room and i thought that was hilarious uh and uh basically wade has 30 seconds to convince the kid to not kill the other guy uh before cable kills the guy um or kills the kid uh i think it's i think as soon as you see like the adult version of the kid you kind of take the kid a little bit more serious if that makes sense right so i I think I took him a little bit more serious in in the ending of it. It felt Um, a lot like Looper. It did feel a little bit like Looper. And I liked, I liked that aspect of it. 
Um, also, like, the sun will come out tomorrow, that song. Like, they referenced it a couple times in the movie beforehand. Like, anytime it would show a flashback of Josh Brolin's family, it would have that song kind of faintly playing. And so I yeah. knew it was going to happen somewhere in there. And then it happened at, like, the pinnacle moment. And I right. was just... It it got me so good. Um, so yeah, I like I liked the end. Yeah, he he sacrifices himself for the kid, and and uh, I liked all that. The dying like eight different times thing was pretty comical. All that was pretty funny. Um, maybe went on a little long there, but yeah, I I liked it. I liked it all. Yeah, no, it it kept me laughing for sure. It was it mm-hmm. was definitely very good. And then I like that Cable makes the decision to turn time you know, turn back time and put the coin on his chest in order Mm -hmm. to, you know, because the only way, because cable is doing this because he doesn't want his family to die at the hands of that kid when he gets older. And so he's gone back in time, you know, pretty much pulling a terminator and killing this person before they can actually do anything. Um, and they make a John Connor reference in there too, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The John Connor. They did like the one-eyed Willie reference too. They had a lot of uh, really good, really good stuff. Um, sun's getting really low, big guy. That was one of my favorite lines in the whole the thing. Best. That was one of the yeah. best Avengers references. Um, but uh, I think that I think that that was important because I was kind of I was kind of thinking in my head, why wouldn't he just go back in time and like save Wade's wife or like go back at the beginning of this or something and and really the the act of the act of dying for that kid is really important and for that kid to see that somebody loves him so much that he would actually die for him but then only to realize that the shot wasn't fatal so it's the act mm-hmm. itself that changes that kid as a person so i did i did really like that uh it kind of sucks that cable can't go back home now which is kind of a big problem with the the post credit scene, which is the funniest thing ever. But um, it does kind of like make you wonder if any of it matters. It's like, does this movie even matter then? It's um, kind of like they they completely just negated everything that they did throughout the whole film. It's like, okay, right, she doesn't right. die. Okay, his family doesn't die. Right. Okay, the kid doesn't get back. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. I don't think, and so, but I mean, the the movie ends well. I like that, that they're going to be the X-Force and that, that unit is good. And I really like the, you know, this is your family, Wade, all that stuff. It's fine. It's great. It's hilarious. I don't, I, the thing is, I don't think that this movie is, I think this movie's hilarious. I don't think the movie was that effective for me, like emotionally or anything. Emotionally. It's not like the story didn't just like. It's like not like him a walk going, away going to like the heaven place and stuff with her. Right. That stuff that. was actually really good. I did it like that bad. scene a lot. Yeah. I did like that, you know, but I mean, in the first I one, up. I felt like I walked away going, Oh man, that was so awesome. You know, he gets revenge on the bad guy and then he gets the girl in the end. And I, I felt really satisfied in this one. I more walk away going like, gosh, that was hysterical. And that's really all I have to say about it. I don't think that the story really like snagged me as well. Um, but I don't know, maybe focus more on cable or something. I think that would have been a more, in, I think that that could have done something for me or whatever. But I mean, I did, I loved it. I just, or whatever, whatever, you know, I, I do want to go see it again because I think I just had it the one time and I would love <laughs> see, to go back and revisit that's it. Kinda, that's kind of where I'm, I, I'm a little bit different with these Deadpool films. I, it's one of those things that I just, I don't want to see it 
again for a long time. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I think I, for there's some so reason, many I just lines don't... I want to get in and, and see those and try to catch all the references because they're, they're flying way too fast. And that's the thing is that, I mean, that, that's, that was a problem in this film is that there was a, a reference like every second. Like he said mm-hmm. something funny or he said a reference or he said some callback to earlier. And it's just like, oh my gosh, it's just way too, too much, much, too much humor uh-huh. flying at you. Um, yeah. yeah. So Deadpool two, I love it. It's fantastic. Oh, but the ending, the post credit scene is, I don't know, probably the po- best post credit scene ever. It's so hilarious. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think that it's funny so when he funny. goes back, he goes back, you to- know, he goes back and saves the girlfriend, which is kind of the like, Okay, so none of this matters, or mm-hmm. are they going to stick with that, or is that just kind of a bit? Maybe that was just a mm-hmm. bit, and that's not actually going to stick later on. You know what I mean? Hope so. I hope, yeah, I hope so too. But anyway, um, boy, him killing his old self as uh, as Wade and just the clearing original, up the timeline here. <laughs> <you know? laughs> that was incredible. Love that. And then shooting himself when he's signing on for Green Lantern. Green Lantern. That was really funny. That yep. was that was really good, and that got a huge reaction out of my theater. People really thought that was funny. And so. then we sat there for another four or five minutes, and sat there and sat there and sat there, and then there was nothing. And there was nothing. That stunk. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I, they could have done. Really, they could have done I just, one of they, those at they, the they, end. They, well, he did it. He did it at the end of Deadpool One. There was a thing at the very very end, you know. So it's like you kind of would expect like, okay, there's going to be something. Yeah. Um, and that's the worst feeling. That's a crushing feeling. It's very like Deadpool, though. It's like, yeah, no, it's you, true. Deadpool. But, but yeah. um, what do you so? But I think that like, what is what do you think this does for the X-Men in the future? Because I think that that's the bigger conversation overall for me is that watching this, it makes me curious as to where the future of the X-Men are going because I know that they're making like the dark Phoenix or something like that. Um, the story of Jean gray and all that stuff with some it's of the younger characters by, by uh, Stark. Sansa. Yeah. yeah. I don't know her real name. Um, but I mean, and that, that could be fun. Um, but I think, I mean, the X-Men are great and I would love to see more, x-men stuff see i would i i honestly i think i might prefer if the mcu just kind of got it over yeah no i agree man that's that's another thing is that maybe just reboot it if you reboot it you do it well you have the x-men you have the fantastic four um you know like i feel like a a well-made fantastic four movie with like the silver surfer and all that stuff like it could be so cool Right. So right. No, cool. it could. And I think the X Men. It's hard to reboot the X Men though, just because it already kind of has been twice rebooted ish. Yeah. You know, and it's like it's also recent, so that's a tough one to do. I think with that, you might just have to somehow work it in or do something. I I have no idea, but um, maybe take a large break from X Men for a bit. And uh, but it seems like all these movies are going to keep coming out, so. It would, it would have to be parallel different things, you know, right, if the MCU right. decided to do it. But I think definitely adding in the Fantastic Four and uh, because that movie was such a flop, that recent one that it's like, I think it's one of those like hit. It's like the the Amazing Spider-Man movies 
right. such a flop that it's like it's hidden in time now. Um, right. So I think that they do have uh, an opportunity with that if they can get the rights from what Warner Brothers is that where Fantastic Four and X Men and all that is. I thought Warner that was Brothers? so. Who has it? Is it, is it? I thought it was Sony. Sony for some had Spider Man, but does Sony, Sony has Spider Man and they own oh, Venom. And it, is it Warner? It's not Warner Brothers. I think it's Warner Brothers. Or is it Warner. Fox or something? Fox. I think it is. Yeah, it's Fox. It, Fox has the rights to X Men and Fantastic Four. So, gosh, I mean, that's the thing. And I feel like it's just. The people that have the money are just so selfish and stupid. You know, it's like it really sell it. It really does. Disney, we're all gonna love it. You know, just sell it to Disney and everybody would be happier. But you guys are so you're gonna make money too. You know, you're gonna make your money. They're gonna make theirs, and they're gonna do it right. If you hand any of this stuff over to Kevin Feige now, it's like it's all just gonna. It at least it feels like it's all gonna work out because even the worst of the MCU films are better than I would say better than like Deadpool, you know, like Like, the best of the DC iterations. It's like, what do you, what, uh, what would you want to watch more? Um, I don't know what's hard to go like winter soldier or first class. Mm, That's a tough one. First class. I know first class. Uh, well, no, but they they used to be great. I just, Mm. Oh, now, man, that's, I mean, okay. What, now, now we're getting into another conversation, though. That's true because the the more recent X Men movies have been pretty sweet. It's just that the last one wasn't as great. So I don't know. That's tough. That's tough. I could see. I don't know. I could. I could see the X Men. They're not that great. Like Days of Future Past was is is a good movie, but it's not like Days of Future Past was incredible. That movie was awesome, man. You can't. It's amazing, you can't dispute but like, that. it doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't do something for me like, like a Thor Ragnarok did or like a Black Panther right. did. That's or true. Or like, you know, Amazing Spider-Man, or, or sorry, Spider-Man Homecoming did. Right. Um, I don't know. But yeah. Oh, what about that Logan bit at the beginning? That was funny. That was really good too. That was great. Logan was awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'll be curious to see what happens with the X-Men in the future. Um, could be great if they get incorporated into the MCU. Um, but also could be too much. I think the fantastic four should definitely be incorporated though. That would be tight. It's been on my Christmas list for a long, long Long, time now. Long time. Santa's Um, got a lot. I understand. Well, okay. So you would agree that, what do you think? Do you like this movie or the first, uh, Deadpool more? Mm. I don't know. I'm, I really don't know. I'm pretty high on the first one. I think the first one's better. I think this one's funnier. So. I think the first one's more original, and it's probably better. I think this one has funnier moments and better action. Right. But I don't think yeah, that the action it makes in this it. A, I don't think it makes it a better movie. Like the action, right. this is amazing. So it makes it maybe more accessible to watch and like really enjoy. But I think the first one probably as a whole for its originality and like for what it was. And almost like the backstory to it and all the production and everything. It's, you know, I think it's, it's a better movie. Right. Right. But I agree. Well, okay. Standard question though. Which would you rather watch this or school? School of Rock. Rock, No (sighs) doubt. Not a doubt in my mind, man. 
I would much rather I would watch, rather School, of watch School of Rock every time. Yeah. And I feel like we're like hard on this film. I think it's hilarious. I loved it. Oh, I had it's an hilarious. absolute blast. I think that's kind of, I mean, it's at least one of our jobs in these podcasts. You know, if somebody's going to be really excited about it, somebody has to be a little bit critical. And I, I think yeah. that we both kind of end up doing that. Because it <laughs> was like really, we really like crapped on this movie a lot during this whole podcast. I'm actually surprised <laughs> that this is a conversation we had, but I know. Cause I walked I, out of it. Like I loved it. I can't wait to talk highly about this movie. And then right. we started talking and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It's just not, you know what, <laughs> you know, what's great though, Danny, we have the ability to go back in time and throw a thought in at the beginning of the podcast. What do you mean? Well, Right now, time is indefinite. The people that are listening to this are going to be hearing whatever product we decide to put out. So if we want to go back in time and say a nice little disclaimer that we liked the movie, we can do that at the beginning of the podcast. Oh, I see what you're getting at here. Okay. Yeah. Let's go back in time. Let's do it. Let's do it right now. Okay. You ready? Well, thanks so much for listening. We're going to go back in time. And we're back. We went back in time and put a nice little disclaimer telling everybody that we liked this film. Tie it up. Whoa, that was crazy. And if you're listening to us right now, you already heard it. So congratulations. But before we end this thing, how do you think this film would have been better served if Mr. Jack Black would have been in it? Um, you put Jack Black as Colossus, maybe? Or no, the Juggernaut? <laughs> yeah, that would have been... That, that's <laughs> it, actually. <laughs> I mean, I always want to say Wonder Boy, like, for the superhero stuff. But, yeah. No, man. that's MCU. Yeah, that is. That's MCU. Um, yeah, I could totally see him being the Juggernaut and doing that Jack Black, like, stationary run. That'd be tight. That would have been very funny. Yeah. And adding a nice Fleegan. <laughs> I'm the juggernaut. Beep. <laughs> oh, man. Jack Black, we love you, man. You're the best. If you ever want to be on He's our the show. Best. If you're yeah, ever listening. And standing invitation from us. So please join us anytime you'd like. But I think that wraps it up. That's Deadpool 2. It was an awesome movie. So funny. So hilarious. Uh, so excited to see what they do in the future with Deadpool. It's freaking great. So I know. Very excited. Yeah. I, uh, I liked it a lot more than I said for a while. Yeah. So I'm happy we went back in time. Yeah, I'm glad that we did that. And at I'm least glad that we told everybody listeners. how much we liked it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, little social media. Uh, just want to always throw that out there. Facebook, Professor Podcast. Um, keep supporting. Keep sharing all of our posts. I try to do as, as much as I can. Got a website, www.professorjones.com. Um, a lot of plugs here. Uh, just, just trying to work them all in. Um, <laughs> Twitter, you can find me at uh, Professor underscore Diggs or Bro underscore Diggs. Um, and then Professor underscore Podcast for our actual Twitter. Instagram, Professor Podcast. So many things. I don't know why I had to change the name so many times. It's making me confused. I'm like, I can't even imagine what the people trying to follow us. Um, but I, I think the biggest thing is just iTunes. Um, please like, share, subscribe, 
if you guys please enjoy rate and review um, too so nice yeah, to hear from people leaving nice little reviews there yeah every every little uh star rating we get or or comment helps us enormously so help us out with that um we thank you so much for listening until next time we'll be living our lives a quarter mile at a time Professor Jones and the Digs. Professor Jones and the Digs. Professor Jones and the Digs. <laughs> <laughs>